like You're I can't right. I can't imagine the lower <laughs> half of your body, let alone in gym shorts. Like I don't know what your legs look like. No, no, no! I don't want to see. I don't want to see. Don't ruin the. Don't ruin. Check it. out these calves, son. No. Look at them right there. No. <gasps> if we're looking at anybody's legs, we're looking at mine. Look at these pythons, baby. Woo! Woo! Welcome to the Crunch, episode fifty. Feels what? weird. Feels weird to say that. It's your boy Ethan, aka Avril Apostle, and I'm Patrick at Catholic Pat. This is the fiftieth episode of me getting online and putting my foot in my mouth. Classic. Can't Classic believe. Ethan. Can't believe we've been doing that every week for fifty weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Except for Christmas. Except That's for true. Christmas. Except for Christmas, and also I think we missed a different week at one point. But no, we didn't. We only missed Christmas. We only missed Christmas? Oh, wow. Well, good for us. How are you? How's uh, how's moving in? Dude, you've got like, all your little RA, your little minions. What do you call them? Freshmen? Uh, yeah, our freshman minions. Yeah, fresh, freshman minions? How is that going? I feel like I feel like you are just, you just run around and just <laughs> whip them. All the, all the freshmen are moved in. Okay. We, we moved in six, sorry, 76 people yesterday from 1 to 5 p.m. Holy cow. And it was it was pretty fun. I met a lot of parents. Freshman parents are the funniest animal. Creatures. They're the yeah, funniest yeah, species. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're so there's 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 quite a few different ones. Some that like are like, whatever, my kid knows what he's doing, and some that are like, my kid is an idiot and he needs all the help he can get. And others are like, my kid is a fragile bean and he must know the exact measurements of his room. Um so we get all kinds of questions. Oh yeah. Yeah mom's like how does he loft his bed and the kid's like mom i literally do not care uh <laughs> well that's the thing on move-in day at least this is the way that it was for me like the mom is just like wanting to make sure the kid's okay and the kid's like just wants the the parents to leave so they they can be at college you know <laughs> so that was that was my big struggle my freshman year my parents were dropping me off they're like do you want to clean this do you want to clean that what should you do with this what should you do with that i'm like how about you let me deal with this because i'm an adult now I later learned that I very much needed their help, and I was, in, <laughs> I was not able to sustain myself on my own. But you know. my my mom didn't actually. My parents didn't come to move in day. I was I moved in by myself. Wow! Look at you, yeah, Franciscan I, folks. It, it's a one way ticket up, to maturity. I just blew up, and I was like not going to deal with all the right with having two plane tickets and all that stuff. It was, right. it was. She came up later, and we hung out when the campus was not full of people. There's so many people here. It's ridiculous. Get them out. Sinners. Yeah, just, just get out of, get out of here. I met a one of my one of my residents. Shout out, Brendan. Oh no, is a is a listener of the Crunch. This is just going to turn into us talking for thirty minutes about the other people that listen and shouting them out. No, it's not. Okay, well, it doesn't have to it's be just then. one. It's just one guy. It's Brendan. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Leave bro. him alone. Uh, Fine, you can bleep out. You can bleep that part out. I will. You can just bleep, the long part where I mentioned his last name. I will. This week, the- I. I went to play basketball two days in a row with our new focus missionaries, uh, which was great. But I cannot feel the bottom half of my body. <laughs> it's been a it's been a hot minute since I've done uh, strenuous physical activity. I mean, I ran over the summer, but like I didn't yeah. sprint in basketball games every day. Um, but you know, it, it it is what it is. We got got to meet some cool people. Invited him to our freshman retreat this weekend, which is gonna be sick. Good stuff. Yeah, it's good. we're having a kegger. <laughs> it's a root beer keg 
I I figured. Fear fear not. We're not we're not leading these I, freshmen to I, sin. I I don't think you realize. I work in residence life at a very Catholic university. I know what a root beer keg is. Yes, we get them all. The I time. I want to do a root beer keg stand so bad. If like, you do, can you I, please film it and I, put it on? Twitter? I know. I like, I want to get the whole thing on video. Shh, listen. Shh, here here's the thing. You can't. Can everyone gather close everyone, to your. Everyone everyone, everyone everyone come in. You can't tell the focus missionaries that I'm gonna do a keg stand. <laughs> They can't know because everybody has to get root beer out of this keg. And if I put the tap in my mouth, then nobody's going to be able to drink out of it because I got nasty, nasty senior, senior podcast breath. And so <laughs> here's what we're going to do is we're, hey, everybody, here's the plan. All right. So we're going to at exactly, so listen, at exactly 9.53 p.m., I want you all to <laughs> come to Manhattan <laughs> <laughs> and just start launching firecrackers in the street in the front of the focus missionary's house and shouting, ah, ah, oh no, I'm getting shot. Please focus. If there's a focus missionary nearby, please come help. And then they'll go and like, oh, look, I need to evangelize someone that's getting shot. And they'll turn and they'll run, right? You're just setting off firecrackers, right? That's your only job. And then I'm in the back. And then, and then I tell everybody else like, hey, everybody stay here. It's not a real shooting. And then I get up on a cake stand and everyone goes, Ethan, Ethan, Ethan. And then I drink 16 metric liters of root beer. As opposed to As opposed to Im- imperial units of root beer. <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever it is, I'll, I'll, I'll update the people on what happens. <laughs> but it, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited. All right, folks. All right. The Here we are. No, so I've been I've been playing I've been playing volleyball all week. Yeah, sand volleyball with your shirt on or time. off? Shirt on or off? Oh, shirt on. Oh, well, I'm not I'm not. There are women present. I'm not about to lead them to sin. <laughs> I, there was this really that. it was really funny thing. So <laughs> I so I come into this house. So everybody in this house is dating someone but me, and um, classic. I know classic. And so I last year um, there was only. One girl in the house, and she lived downstairs, so I was used to – or she didn't live downstairs, but, like, her her boyfriend lived downstairs, so she was always downstairs. You know Don't I mean? scandalize our listeners. Right, 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 right. And so um, <laughs> I was able to walk around upstairs without my shirt on, like, no problem. You know what I mean? And so today I walked out – or the other day I walked out of my room, and uh, my roommate Charlie's girlfriend is staying there, and she sees me, and I'm like, Kate, don't look. Like, I don't have a shirt on. She goes, oh, okay, Ethan, good job. And then she went into the kitchen, and I followed her <laughs> into the kitchen. I said, <laughs> Kate, don't look. <laughs> Kate, I'm not trying to lead you to sin here. You can't look. It's not possible. And she, she got kind of annoyed. But it was re- it was really funny. Her, her Total eye, eclipse of my nipples. Total eclipse, yeah. her. I'm, I'm friends with the, all of the girlfriends in the house, so it's it all works out. Um it was a lot of fun. That's I get to I like I like doing those types of things with my body. <laughs> so every time I messed up during volleyball, back to my story. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm used to it. I'm just kidding. So every time I messed up in volleyball, like I'd set wrong or I'd fall over, I'd die for it and miss. Yeah. My friend Patrick, my other friend Patrick, would say, New episodes every Sunday. <laughs> would he really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was a big joke on the entire Res Life staff. Whenever I make a joke or something, she's like, new episode Sunday. That's hilarious. My friends now have gotten into the habit of whenever I walk into church or anywhere, they go, is that Propostle? And they'll yell at me. Hilarious. And I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh, that's People so think funny. People that bad to me all the time. Gosh. The price of fame, am I right? No, the price of the, yeah. The price of, the price of accidentally falling into fame. The price of having a weird handle. That's what it is. Pr- a recognizable yeah, handle. That's true. 
it's not actual people that are excited to see me. It's just my friends making fun of me. It's, yeah, no, nobody nobody cares that I have a podcast. My friends just care that I care. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Ah, classic. It's good. Hey. What's up? I've said classic too many times. You need to back off on that specific race. How try try uh try a different era to compare it to. Try Renaissance or Industrial Renaissance. or Bronze. <laughs> Dude, that was so bronze. Can we start that? <laughs> <laughs> that was so bronze. Dude, that was so bronze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. That's New that's, that's the Sunday. that's the name of the that's the name of the episode. Dude, that was so bronze. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be total eclipse of my nipples. That that's also a good one. You just didn't laugh hard enough. We can do we like, can do a slash. We can slash it like No, we can't. It's gotta be one or the other. Bronze nipples. Vote now. Vote now on Vote Vote Now live. Uh three <laughs> days after this was recorded. Anyway, I'm thinking we'd jump into a a topic. Yeah. Was it the one we were talking about yesterday? <laughs> the one that I texted you about slash yeah, the one that everybody on Twitter got mad at me about. Yeah. So okay, all right. <laughs> I can understand where everyone's coming of coming from. First of all, I can too. Don't get me wrong. Gotcha. Okay, so in case you let's in, get into it. Let's get into this. I I actually think this is going to be interesting. Not just because it's something that I tweeted about, even though that's where ninety percent of our topics come from. Oh, I was going to do something, but I didn't do it. Dang it! I'll do it next week. I'll tell you after the okay. show. I'll tell you after the show. It's a really okay. good idea. You're going to love it. Um, right, so I so I was on Twitter. I wasn't on Twitter. I had so this whole week has been great for me because we have um the focus missions. The focus missionaries are here. We have a holy hour every day at nine thirty mm-hmm. in the morning, which has been awesome in my class schedule. Like I can go every day and it's awesome. Um so that's been a really great opportunity. I've been praying morning prayer and night prayer every day. I've been hitting my rosary. Like I've been I've been killing nice. it. Um we had mass Monday through Thursday at nine thirty PM. And so I'll go up mass at go to mass at nine thirty and then I'll come back. And I'll usually be pretty wiped because I have class at 8 in the morning every day. So I'm going, you know, all day until like 10.30 or 11. And I'll get home and, you know, I'm with people all day. Like I'm going and I'm, we're doing things at the center, um, going and talking to freshmen and getting them excited about the retreat and going to mass and catching up with friends. So I've been doing all this stuff that has been like with my friends and with people that I'm meeting and new folks and old folks and new priests and all this stuff. And so that's kind of been like my filter for the past week and a half is like, I've been around people and it's been awesome. And so I was thinking a lot about kind of uh, Twitter and just in the past, more than just the past week and a half, just the past month or so, I really haven't been Twitter, on Twitter as much, Yeah, um, which maybe people have noticed and maybe they haven't, I don't know, but I just really have not cared. And I think that's a product of just working with Life Team this summer and then getting excited to come back here and a lot of other things that are kind of more important than Twitter. And so I tweeted... I made some people mad. Um, I tweeted, the sooner we realize that souls can't be saved through a screen, the better off we will be. And then I made this whole thread about um, the new evangelization and how online interactions don't compare to real life interactions and um, how you aren't evangelizing just because you tweet or are on social media and you're Catholic. Yeah. Um, And I think think that the first tweet was a shock value it deal. was it totally was i did it and because like, like that's yeah. that's the idea and of course god can work in as many ways as he wants to right there's nothing mm-hmm. my thought is that there's nothing preventing god from using the internet but at the same time i also know that the devil really likes to use the internet too yeah so i yeah i don't know go go ahead the whole, the whole, what do you the think? whole analogy that i was thinking of was like oh god can use 
God can use a chair to evangelize. If you heard that one, like God can use a chair to bring you to him. But that doesn't mean we should put all our eggs in that basket. You know, it's like, God, I thought it was a chair, not a basket. You're mixing your metaphors. (laughs) (laughs) Even the rocks, if if you don't, the rocks will cry out that whole thing. Yeah. We should just invest heavily in rocks just because rocks could evangelize if God wanted them to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I, I agree with you in the in the sense that I think that too much stock is put on the internet and yes. too much stock is put on the internet and that for a long time I've been of this mentality because you hear all the time like, oh, you do Twitter. How do you use Catholic Twitter to evangelize? I, I literally got a DM from somebody today that said, hey, can I join Catholic Twitter? Or like, yeah, how do I like, join? I'm like, there's not a... There's no there's no application process for the new evangelization and it's it's not even the new evangelization like this is yeah. just Twitter that we're talking about you know what i mean Yeah and, and and it starts to think when once you once you see or hear people that have that mentality you're like wait is it, does it seem to be an exclusive club because it's not at least that's always been my impression is that mm-hmm. this is that Twitter or any kind of um any really organization that's in that is comprised of Catholics doesn't it looks like an exclusive organization that you have to have some kind of special quality to join. But th- those things existing can be deterrents to people coming mm-hmm. to Christ because the only exclusive organization you need to worry about is the organization of the baptized. Yeah. You know, like that's the only exclusive organization you need to worry about. So like, I don't know. I, yeah, Twitter's fun. And that's pretty much all it is. Yeah, Twitter is not. I don't take Twitter seriously. I hope. I hope people know that. And maybe I, I should. Here's the thing: people tell me all the time, like, "Oh, Ethan, like you have a big following. You know, you have to watch what you say." And I'm like, "Do I really?" I mean, yes, I should obviously. You know, before not I, sin. I should. Yeah, I should not sin, and I shouldn't lead other people to sin. But if I have an opinion, I have a thought, and I can reasonably back it up i didn't really back up this one too well uh it happens it happens but like what why why am i obliged to to prepare a full philosophical defense of my thoughts and jokes you know what i mean like i i'm on twitter because i i've been tweeting the same stuff for four years and it's all been jokes it's all been fun and sometimes i have ideas and that's just what it is it's not it's not anything more than that to me you know I have such a good analogy. This Say happened it. yesterday. Give it to me. So I'm ready. During I'm strapped movement, in. Oh, it's happening. The I'm, train is out of the station. And it's coming right for choo you. Choo choo, right boy. The <laughs> we were we were using a megaphone to help with moving. Uh huh. Where they needed to go, and someone like wasn't moving their jeep, and we were like, someone with a a, a gray jeep, move your car. Um, and so we were playing with the megaphone after moving, and I handed it to one of the RAs, and he just like held it. He was like. I was like, say something. And he's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, or, you know, no, he wanted it. He was like, hey, give it to me. And I gave it to him. He's like, oh, now I don't know what to say. And I'm like, this is what the internet is. Yeah, exactly. A bunch of people are like, hey, ooh, ooh, I want to say something. I want to say something. And then they're given this megaphone. They can talk to whoever they want. And it's like, I picked up the megaphone. And I illustrated, I had a good cheeseburger today. <laughs> Patrick likes this. And it's like, that's the internet. Just people shouting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the fact that everybody kind of starts out with a level playing field, you know, everybody has the same kind of weight and then other people are given more weight than others. And it kind of like, I don't know. 
I can see where people are coming from when they say you need to be like you have this following. You you have more. People are going to believe what you say more. They're going to like respect your opinion more. That's true, but should it be the case? You know, like it's not it's not necessarily logical. Like because Justin Bieber has more followers than the Pope on Twitter, so like, I mean, you can't just say, "Oh, Ethan has more followers." He knows what he's talking about. You know, like I no, I I really don't. I'm just I'm literally still just a kid. Mm -hmm. I don't have a theology degree. I don't nightmare. I don't pretend to know you know anything about anything. I just have Mm -hmm. I just have thoughts and I just do things and they're, they're just there and you do the same thing and like all of us that are on there just do the same thing. I think this all comes from. Like the root of it is from a lack of understanding of the new evangelization, hundred percent. Yeah, because the yeah. new evangelization. Here's some things that I learned this summer. The that I that phrase new evangelization comes from a from a speech from our boy JP two. Yep, and it's literally just like a speech or a, a homily that he gave, and he said, "This are, there are three tenets of the new evangelization, and it's we have a new ardor." And new expressions and new methods and maybe not in that order but like those are the three things and like yeah um you know twitter is a or social media or the internet is a new method of evangelization um but we there are other there are other aspects to what new evangelization is is new ardor and and new expression and so like what does that mean i i i think it certainly does not mean that we oh all you have to do is make a catholic meme and you're good to go you know like today yeah, or, i saw yeah. Uh, today I saw one of those stock photo memes. Uh, classic. Classic. Dang uh, it. Bronze. Bronze. And uh, it was like, it was from literally the Catholic memes Twitter account that hasn't yeah, tweeted in years. And it was like <laughs> so poorly done. Like it was just awful. Like it wasn't even, it wasn't even the correct format of the meme. It wasn't funny. Like it didn't, it didn't really get across his point at all. Like about yeah. like, por- it was about pornography. And good I, Tweetman made a better one that I replied with. He I did. Yeah. Fine. I love, I love good Tweetman. And I like looked at that and I was like, that is really bad. You know, like he, he, whoever made that probably was like, this is great. Like I'm, I'm using a hip meme. You know, everybody's in on this. I'm going to use it. It seemed kind of phoned in. It was. And you can't like, that's, I think that's a lot of what like social media online is like uh, for, for clergy, for clergy and the laity. I think both, both sides can fall, fall a victim to it. I mean, I've, Instead of focusing on what we shouldn't be doing, maybe focus on what we should be doing. Hey, let's talk I, about let's talk about the ministry of righteousness, not the ministry of condemnation. That's, yeah, that's Saint Paul. I'm reading through Second Corinthians right now. It's awesome. Nice. nice. So, carry on. <laughs> I've just been doing I've just been doing daily mass readings, and I like feel so. I'm reading through Matthew, I guess, because that's where the liturgy is right now. Out of boy. Um. Well, speaking of being of daily mass, so uh, RA training started like two weeks ago, and. Be- and daily mass and holy hours built into our schedule and so it wasn't mandated but we all went because that's just what everybody was doing and so it was a tight-knit community that was built around prayer and a mission right right and our mission our mission was as particularly our, our own residents but particularly the freshmen right and so our job at our job as residence life staff is to make sure that everyone there feels at home you know it, and that's one of the five transcendentals is perfect home and so that's what we're trying to build and the group that I'm with, I, again, I got to spend so much time with people. It was, I don't know, talking to them and like sharing stuff about our lives, you know, that stuff that doesn't get said online. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't talk about my family online, like, especially not like any problems that we have. I don't talk about issues with 
I'm talking about issues that I have with girls online. Um, I didn't even talk about my breakup online, you know, like that stuff doesn't happen, but I, I can, it's, I'm so much more ready to talk about it with people in person because they can see how it affects me. They can like talk to me about it and we can share experiences and stuff like that. Um, I was at frozen yogurt with someone the other day and they started talking about their dad, who's an atheist and her mom who's a convert. Who's like struggling with the fact that she's married to an atheist and she converted and it's like really sucks. And we were able to be with her through that. And that's, that's evangelization and that's evangelizing the faithful, which is something that's a really big part of the new evangelization, which is making sure the faithful stay faithful. Um, and that, that couldn't have happened online and it could, it, it maybe could have happened over text, you know, if, but that's again, a one-on-one interaction and like Twitter and even, and we even, I, we even talked about this right after the whole, like people got upset, even the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's very surface level. Yeah. You know, we can, we can, we can say things that inspire people, Maybe, but I, out of the people that listen, it's a big group and I don't know every single one of their names. I don't know their history. I don't know their prayer life. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. And even out of the people that reach out to us and we like have personal contact with, it's still like a girl sent me an email the other day that was like, Hey, I'm struggling with this. And I was like, I mean, I can give you some advice, but like I, at the end of the day, like I can't help you because this is an email and you need to go talk to a spiritual director or someone in person, you know? Um, and I like what you said about the mission, like of your, of your, uh, of your resident life staff, Mm -hmm. because that's what that's what unites a group of people, right? That's like that's why the Christian like Christians have a bond is because we have the same mission, you know, to baptize the world, you know, like yeah, and that's why you know I'm really close with everybody at my student center because more so than I am with other groups on campus because we're our mission is the same is to you know spread the Catholic faith on K State's campus, you know, and or just really love people more than anything else. Um, show them the, the love of God, but online, not everybody has, the, even within Catholic communities yeah. online, we don't have the same mission. And I think that there's like groups that kind of do like Catholic creatives is a, is a great like collective because they, community with the same mission. Yeah. yeah. Cause they're one community with the same mission and like Catholic Twitter, for example, is just, there's so many different areas. There's like the nuns that are doing whatever the nuns do. And then there's people like Tommy and Sarah that are doing whatever Tommy and Sarah do. And there's people like you and me that are literally just there to say stupid crap. And (laughs) then there's like all the anonymous accounts that like are people that post St. Feast Days every day. Like, that's great. But what's your mission? Why? What are you doing? Like somebody, somebody replied to my tweet and they said, you know, I've, People, many, so many people have reached out to me and said, um, you know, that my tweets have helped, you know, bring them closer to the sacraments and the faith. And he said, it's assuredly more than, uh, people that I could, you know, meet in real life. I'm like, well, that's garbage because is it if about quantity over quality. I, well, m- maybe, I don't know. I'm not in a position <laughs> to say that, but I, honestly, like if, I, I think honestly, if you are converting more people online than you are, Maybe not converting, but if you're if you're 
having those conversations and you're bringing people close, more people closer to Christ online than you are in person, you're not trying hard enough in your real life. Like, that's just my honest opinion. Like if I, like, sure, I have, you know, 5,000 plus Twitter followers, whatever, right? We have over a thousand people that listen to the podcast, whatever, right? That's a lot of people. And, you know, that's, uh, it's great that the internet has allowed me to reach that many people. And it's great that you know I have these opportunities and all these things, but like, I should be trying to do as much as I can with the 24,000 people that are on this campus, you know, that I'm able to see and hold, like shake hands with and give hugs to, because that, that means more. And maybe, maybe people disagree. Maybe people are like, Ethan, this podcast has been great and this has totally changed my life. Whatever. That's fine too. It's hard. I can't know. Like, I don't, the only thing I know for sure is that where two or three are gathered in my name, like I'm present. And that's what God tells us. Right. He doesn't say we're two or three like a tweet. I'm there. You know, I don't know. I maybe I'm being maybe I'm being too harsh towards my own thing. But I'm really I think I don't know. I think where you're coming from, Ethan, is like you've said time and time again, and it's tough to get this across. Like whenever you issue a correction, you're issuing it to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) You as a person. Yes. And that's so what I think you're trying to do and i i understand this and i'm trying to do it as well is not barrage other people for what they're doing online but it's like trying to make sure that first like I, i'm trying to make sure that my stuff doesn't become more than what it is which is this is a podcast it's dust unless god wants to make it life mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so i'm just trying to make sure that this doesn't become my whole life only that it it, it just stays what it is you know and so we when we're evangelizing we had this whole discipleship um, mission retreat as every student leader on campus, RAs, mission leaders, um, like mission trip leaders, uh, student life people, um, household coordinators, all this stuff. We all came together and we had a series of three talks. And one of them talked about the three ways that Jesus preached. Mm-hmm. He preached to large crowds, one-on-one chance encounters, quote unquote, chance encounters, and small group like discipleship with close friends right um it's like what we, that's like we described the focus model too we've described all three and we, we, we do all three so like it's true what what made jesus a rabbi what made jesus a teacher and a preacher was when he spoke to large crowds mm-hmm. not everybody is called to do that right um everybody has one-on-one chance encounters with people and um and small group of friends that they lead and walk with so that's why we need to focus on those things mm-hmm. because those things change hearts because Christ preached and his preaching changed people's lives. But what they did was then they followed him. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I hate the fact that following is on Twitter as well. Yeah, that's anyway, annoying. That I heard it and it, I was like, Ugh. anyway, what happened with they made a significant life change then led them to walking with other people. So it it's all it's a means to an end. Mm-hmm. And we put too much. I think I think Twitter or social media or the internet becomes the end. Like if I if I stopped at the podcast, I'd be like, all right, that's it. Hey God, this is this is what I did. And I walked up to heaven with the podcast, and I was like, this is this is what I did. He'd when you like, get to heaven, God might not even ask you about the podcast. Exactly. There, like I, we we were talking about Father Michael Scanlon. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He passed away earlier this year, and he was the president of Franciscan that kind of changed everything for those of you who don't know who he is. And he started the Steubenville conferences. Yeah. He started Steubenville conferences. Yeah. It's conferences that have changed the lives of thousands of teenagers. Mm-hmm. And I think it was him that 
said that he's like, when I get to heaven, God might not even ask me about the conferences. He's yep. going to ask me, did you love me? Do you love me? He's going to ask me three times. Like he asked Simon Peter, yep. Peter, do you love me? And I'm like, I, I, since this week I've started to like really answer yes. And it wasn't because I talked on the podcast and it wasn't because I listened to podcasts or talked to people on Twitter. The reason why this week I've started saying yes to that question is because I've walked with people that are that love Christ. Boom. They've talked to me and we were gathered together for one mission, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot, a lot is a lot of good has happened in my life this week. That's, that's awesome to hear, man. I'm happy for you. Thank you. But I think that like community, true, like Christian community, that's where it is. Like that's, that's of the utmost. So like it's, it's prayer first, obviously your relationship with God, super close second, like as close as you can get is community. And if your community is online, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, but so somebody said, you know, like, I don't have a, I don't have a community where I live. Um, and like the only way I've been able to grow, grow closer to God has been through like online and through Catholic Twitter and through your podcast and through this, that, and the other thing. You're on life support, dude. And that's what's on, happening. Yeah. I'm like, that's great. And like, praise be to God that you found that. And like, you were able to, you know, get, grow closer to him through something, you know, like obviously don't want to take that away from anybody. Yeah. But that means that the, that the Catholic community where you live, cause I'm sure it exists because they exist in every town has failed you. Like you've been failed by the people in your in your community, yeah. and I'm sorry. You can't go to mass online. You can't. The sacraments can't don't do exist through the internet, and that's for a reason. You cannot. Yeah, we were you, joking about like why you can't hear why someone can't hear your confession online. It, you can't be absolved from your sins online. You mm-hmm. can't be absolved from your sins over the phone. It's always been how it's. You worked. can't. You can't receive the Eucharist. Like this is why. This is why we got the leg up on the Protestants because. Like, you can't receive the Eucharist, you can't receive God in that way through the internet. Like, yeah, sure, maybe I can sit down and listen to a Mass or watch a Mass on EWTN. We all know that it's not the same. Like, there's no, yeah. it's not even close. Like, it's great that that, they, that that exists, and I'm glad that it's there, but it's not the primary. The whole thing is that the primary is the in-person. The primary is the sacraments. The primary is being with people and going out and loving people. The secondary is... Like the writing, even so, some some uh, some nun told me, or somebody said, "Oh, so you disagree with Saint Paul because he wrote letters?" I'm like, yeah, but in his letters, he wrote about the next time that he was going to go visit the town that he was writing yeah. to. You know, like that was the that was just like, okay, here's a bunch of things that I've heard that you guys are doing wrong. Like, you're great. I'm I'm here to encourage you. Like, this is awesome. Love you. Maybe stop sinning, uh, you stupid Galatians. Um, I'll <laughs> I'll see you next Thursday. You know, like whatever it was, he would always include that in his letters. You know what I mean? And so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he didn't. You know more than me. But uh, that was like a part. He he traveled. He traveled and went to go talk to people. So you can't say like, oh, you you, uh, St. Paul wrote letters. And are you saying that we shouldn't write letters? I'm like, yes, of course, do that. But it's secondary to the primary. Yeah. Jesus became flesh. We need to keep being flesh. We can't just become digital or even ink. Like, it's not a new problem. That's the other thing. It's not a new problem. Um, letters exist, but they weren't the primary method of evangelization. Nobody read a letter and like, like we hear, we hear, oh, oh, we hear about the letters from St. Paul to the everyone, right? You know who didn't write letters? Um, oh. Bartholomew, James, uh, Timothy, 
uh, uh, I'm trying to list all the apostles, but I'm drawing blanks. Peter, maybe Peter, Peter did write a letter. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, Jesus. the other James, Jesus, um, the man himself, uh, 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 I'm trying, I can't, I can't, even, right. <laughs> I can't think of all the 12 apostles names. I'm such a sinner, Yeah. but you know what I mean? Like you don't hear to from any of them. Thomas, Thomas putting his hand in mm-hmm. Jesus' side, him actually touching the wounds like he went the farthest and he didn't write anything and he Mm -hmm. preached to people who didn't speak his language and Uh and all all 11 of them that went out started churches started communities communities with a mission Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. see how it all comes first full circle like that and like like i was saying it's not it's not a new problem we're just revisiting a new thing in a new medium it i don't want to i don't want my faith to be contingent I don't want my faith to become contingent on how many people I reach because I was looking through my um, journal from the beginning of high school and I was like, if I could reach one per, it was total BS. I knew, I knew I was BSing myself. <laughs> if I can reach one person, my life will be worth it. But 7 billion would be okay too. I'm like, no, oh, shut, up, Patrick. shut up, Patrick. You're not going to reach 7 billion people. <laughs> it's not humanly possible. Not even it's PF okay. can do that. That's, Sorry. That's Pope Francis, not PF Changs. I'm talking about not Pope Francis. PF you're not you're not going to do it and you need to actually believe the fact that you could, if you only reached one person that would be fine yeah i don't know it's just it's a personal thing and i feel like ethan is on the same page as me so like i don't know it's not not trying to tell anyone that their their conversion story doesn't matter because it includes onlineness right but if you ever any anybody we talk to, and we've talked to a lot of people that have said the podcast helped me with my faith, the pod, Twitter has helped me with my faith. It's always been the the podcast or Twitter encouraged me to return to the sacraments. And I was talking to a friend. Well, what do you mean? If I'm like I'm not saying I'm I'm like I'm not saying Twitter is useless. It just can't save anyone. And he was like, Well, if it can't save anyone, then it's useless. I'm like the only thing that can save people is baptism and the body and blood of Christ that's the only thing that can save people repentance all of that stuff mm-hmm. like the sacraments are the only thing that can save people all of this points to it and we're kidding ourselves if we think that it's more than it is and i want to stop myself from putting more stock in it than it, sh- it deserves and i think ethan does too and so yeah i think most of what we say is just correcting ourselves yep and then people take it personally and that's the thing. If you take it personally, then maybe that means there's something in you that needs to change. Like if you if you think that a, a tweet applies to you and it's like a correction, a corrective tweet, maybe that means that I have to change. Like, you know, maybe that's what that means. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like if I have something that I think is convicting to me, I'm just going to share it because it's convicting to me. And that's that's it. Yeah. You know, like this, this idea is convicting to me. Like a lot of the other things that I tweet. I think are funny or I think are convicting. And that's usually like the two, the two categories of, of things that I tweet. And so, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, but, but, uh, I just want, I just want people to love and I want people to be good Christians. I'm not saying anybody's a bad Christian. Never said that, but I can understand where people would get offended or, or upset. And if you don't know anything that we're talking about, thanks for making it this far. Maybe start a Twitter account. Oh yeah, we we said we weren't going to make it personal. I don't know. It's we didn't make it, it personal. Yeah, uh, at least I don't think we did. did. I didn't. I didn't mean. I didn't. Uh, I tried not to. I know. I know that I got. I got snippy with Jake, and I love Jake. 
<laughs> but I was just really upset and I shouldn't have tweeted. Like that's my fault. Like I need to know when to put the when to put the phone down because that's like, a that's a tough issue. I, it is because I stay I stay off Twitter for like all of the all, you know when I need to you know. But then mm-hmm. all of a sudden like people start disagreeing with me or not disagreeing with me but like I'll get you know fifteen replies in ten minutes saying that like well actually like that makes me mad because like nobody gives anybody they talked about this on catching foxes this week nobody gives anybody the benefit of the doubt online anymore and so i just get annoyed because i'm like do you people not like want to understand my argument or like understand where i'm coming from maybe send me a dm maybe you know whatever it's hard to be it's hard to be clear on twitter i don't always manage it and so i get kind of annoyed but I think the reason that I mainly gave you the benefit is as benefit of the doubt is because we talk face to face pretty much every week. Yeah, it's like I, it's easier to. I mean, it's easier to be friends online when you've met in person and you talk a lot and all that stuff. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Eh. Eh. You know that you know that feeling that you get when like you know you know an argument's happening and you're just refreshing and you're waiting for it. You're just like, all right, come on, swing next, buddy, let's go. That's when the devil's got you. Yep. He's got you good. And it's, That's when it's, it's time to... Who is screaming log off from inside of my house? Show yourself. <laughs> I will never log off. I will never I will log off. off. <laughs> I, remember, I remember it too. I was sitting... In, the last time I got into a really steamy argument... Steamy. Mm. And, Ser, and Sergio was like, Pat, you need, to, you need to calm yourself. I was like, I was like, screw you. I don't need you to tell me to cut. You're right. Yeah. Whenever, whenever Sergio steps in, you know that you've done something wrong. <laughs> Cause he can he he puts up with a lot of stuff, <laughs> just in general on Twitter. He's like the old old man of the website, just kind of annoyed at everyone all the time. Get off my lawn. We can lawn. say whatever we want. He doesn't listen. I know that's why I am. <laughs> uh, man, I don't. Folks, yeah, this was good. It was. Good. I need to get all of that off my chest, and hopefully, people learn something, or at least are a little yeah. bit convicted to get off their internet boxes and go outside. I think I think this this format of content is much more appropriate for dealing with these topics than... Than tweets. Tweet. Hundo percent agree. So uh, to kind of end on like a fun little story, oh, I, yeah. um, I, changed my, I changed my phone to Spanish. I'm trying to like do an immersion <laughs> thing where I change... Do you get all my <laughs> tweets? Change... Do you get all my texts in Spanish? <laughs> no. Um, it's it's all, of, all of the text of like... So all like editable text, so stuff that people put into their phone and send is all English. Uh-huh. Um, and but then Twitter like asked me if I want to translate stuff from English, um, but you know what you know what's funny I learned a couple of new Spanish verbs. Oh good. For instance, to tweet is twitter. To retweet is retwitter. I think it's a retwitter. To Google, to Google is googlear. So I Google would be googlio. 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 <laughs> Cardinal. It's very funny. Cardinal Berguglio. <laughs> You're very proud of yourself. Oh man! Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. He probably speaks Spanish. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet him and say, "Hey, hey, Pope Francis, <laughs> you're, card- <laughs> you're Cardinal Berguglio," and then like Photoshop just the Google logo onto his face, and hopefully he retweets it. <laughs> <He's> not going to. <laughs> oh, it's too good. All right. Uh, do you want to? Do we have anything to tell the people? Everyone keeps bugging me about shirts, but I keep telling them they got sent out. Did it's, they actually? It's get... out of our. It's out of our hands. Out of our hands. Not... Okay. Yeah. That's why I keep saying, like, I don't know. Patrick did it. I just blame you whenever people complain about their lack of t-shirt. 
<laughs> I love how people talk to you. I haven't gotten any complaints. Oh, I get dozens. <laughs> if they, if they, where are my shirts? Obviously, not listening to the podcast because yeah, we talk know. about every I'm, week about how it's my fault the shirts aren't out. Yes, it's my favorite thing to remind you. Um, every time we get to the end of the show, I cringe. It's like a gut uh, reaction now. Yeah. Uh, oh, if you enjoyed this episode and you feel like supporting us, please donate to our Patreon page. It's Patreon.com/slash/TheCrunch. Uh, we have updated our terms and conditions. We don't do a bonus podcast every week now that we're back at school. We're going to shoot for every other week, which we think is going to be a bit more manageable. Um, but we're still going to try to do that that 15 to 20 minute bonus podcast um, for the folks that donate. You just $1 a month will get you that donation. More than that will get you more. I don't have all of it memorized. But it's it's uh, if you want to support us, we're really trying to make money with this. Not make money, but like make it worth our time to continue doing because when it gets really busy and we just do it then it's like man i wish i got paid for doing that so uh if you want to pay us for doing this you can otherwise we'll keep doing it for free it doesn't bother either of us yeah. what's whatsoever um but that's patreon.com slash the crunch use hashtag the crunch uh to tweet about the podcast um later this week i'll announce who won the mikey needleman cd contest thing and i'll contact that person and send it to him um, if you want to email either of us, you'll get you'll get shouted out. If you want to email either of us with questions, um, it's Ethan at thecrunchcast dot com or Patrick at thecrunchcast dot com. You can DM both of us on Twitter. We're available. Uh, my DMs are always open. In more ways than one. In more ways than one. <laughs> um, Facebook dot com slash thecrunchcast. Uh, we're, and that's it. That's and that's all we it. Got. That's the whole the whole gamut. I just ran through all of it. Uh, I'm gonna do crunch of the week while I pull that up. You got anything for him, Patrick? Yeah, I should have saved my Spanish thing for now. That's okay. Uh, I have it right um, here. If you just want me to go. Oh, sweet, go for it. All right, crunch of the week is uh, this is our 150th episode, 150th review. Ooh, look at that. That's pretty cool. Nice round numbers. Exactly. This one's called Preach It by Life Teen YM. I'm a youth minister in a Life Teen parish. You caught my attention on Twitter with your Life Teen promo. I listened to your podcast and definitely caught the fire you guys lit. I agree with your vision for the future of the church. And since you were begging for reviews, here you go. Thank you, <laughs> Life Teen YM. I'm, I read that. I didn't realize how much of a burn that was. Yeah, since you were begging for reviews. Not like we're begging for reviews. If you want to be Crunch of the Week, please drop us a review on the iTunes podcast app and you will get shouted out if your review is good enough. Also, we have not promoted life. We we did. We have not been paid. We just did this out of the kindness of our hearts because we oh. love Life Teen. Yeah, Life Teen doesn't sponsor us. Focus doesn't sponsor us. No, but we don't. We don't get monetary sponsors other than the people that support us on Patreon. So, Patreon.com. Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com. <laughs> CF, folks. <laughs> Patreon.com. If everybody donated two dollars, we could quit our jobs. <laughs> If everybody donated $2, we could not work when we graduate. That's what I tell people. That's fair. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. This was a good one for, I just, I don't know. I thought it was important, especially going into the school year, for me to talk about. Patrick always has good stuff to say. Don't you, Pat? Yeah, I do. All right. That's what I've been told. I'm going to close it out. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you, and we will see you on the Twitters. <laughs>